Morris, broadcasting live on ESPN Central Texas. But that's that's a team uh, that uh, is used to winning, uh, finds ways to win. Uh, they lose at Texas and they bounce back and beat Kentucky by 20. So uh, why you love playing a team like that is uh, you're going to get better. They're not going to beat themselves. Um, and it's going to be a game where if you win, um, you've done a lot of things really well. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. Broadcasting live is the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon where the uh, the freezing drizzle has turned to snow and the temperature is 26 degrees. We're in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where the Bears take on the Zags of Gonzaga coming up this evening. Uh, looking forward to the game, looking forward to uh, a really, really top-notch matchup on a Friday night in early December, and looking forward to visiting again with the voice of the Zags, Tom Hudson, who joins us now. And Tom, we appreciate you being on. How you doing this afternoon? Hey, John, doing great. Uh, just uh, watching that snow uh, go from, <laughs> like you said, a little bit of sleet to uh, blowing completely sideways. And uh, yeah, I, I'm glad we're playing inside. I'll, I'll just say that. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yes. And uh, our the extent of us being outside in this will be from the bus to the to the arena. So <laughs> that's going to be about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? Hope uh, hope things are going well. Of course, we always keep an eye on Gonzaga. And uh, gosh, you've had some big wins, and uh, then that loss in in Austin to Texas that certainly caught our attention. How do you, how do you feel like the uh, start to this season has been for you and the Zags? Well, John, it's been really interesting just because I think when you look at our schedule, you know, everybody wants to play all these big games, and then when they start stacking up, it's, uh, you know, it can be a little bit challenging. This is our, our sixth of seven games we're playing a team that's ranked, you know, and it's it's just one of those things that, uh, uh, you know, you, you kind of look at and you, you want to see if you can get a, a true gauge on, on who you are, but maybe still growing a little bit. You know, we, we've only played one home game, which for us is uh, kind of crazy as we're you know, in the month of December. Uh, so, yeah, it's been interesting. And like you talked about that Texas game, you know, we went and played on the road, and uh, that's hard. I mean, I think Baylor found that out at Marquette, right, your first road game, and uh, it's loud, and, and people want to beat you now. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's been interesting so far this season. I, I think we've shown some signs when we were in Portland last week. Uh, Zags did a great job of taking care of basketball. They hadn't in their first four games. And so I, I think that's a positive sign for this group. And this is something really that, that Mark Few does pretty much every year. I mean, he plays these tough games out of conference. Uh, I, I guess, you know, to get your team ready, to get the RPI up high enough, you know, you go through the WCC and then more often than not a high seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and Coach has done a great job of that over the years. And, you know, it's been really interesting as the kind of the profile of Gonzaga has risen. We've been able to get, you know, more of these games. And, and you know, I think – fan bases understand now if you play Gonzaga and lose it's not going to hurt you you know it's not a bad thing when this first run started you know the coaches knew we were good but the fans didn't so if they lost yeah. games to us they weren't particularly happy but uh, yeah it, it is I mean coach does a great job of it you know, like I said I think the only thing is just with one you know home game we've, we've been able to spread these out a little bit you know over the years where maybe you play a game at home and then you know you go to Texas and then you, you come home and play another game at the kennel and then 
you know, maybe go out again. And so I think, you know, once things settle down for us a little bit, you know, I think when, when we look back, things are, you know, you're going to feel pretty good about it all. But, you know, we still have a trip down to Birmingham to play Alabama uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, Coach doesn't shy away from it. I mean, we've got an unbelievable schedule this year. And, uh, and you know, that that's the way that he recruits kids to Spokane. You know, that's one of the big parts to say we're going to go out and, and play every one of those best teams that we can. And, and we're definitely doing it this year. Yeah, most definitely. Really tough schedule. Uh, and it's our first trip here, Baylor's first trip to Sioux Falls. But I noticed you guys played here a few years ago, December of 2020. Uh, really a, a great matchup. Number one, Gonzaga at the time against number three, Iowa. What, what do you remember about the uh, atmosphere in this building, which is, you know, kind of a, a small arena? But I'm guessing it was pretty, uh, pretty hyped up that night and probably will be tonight. Well, it was, and you know what was really interesting about it, John, was, you know, that was the COVID season, and so, you know, back in Washington State, you know, nobody could come into the games, and in oh, South true. Florida, that changed. You were able to come huh. to the games here, and so uh, there were there were a bunch of people here, and it really was a great atmosphere. It's a really cool little gym, like like you said. It's a neat spot. I mean, it has kind of a field house, you know, old school, yep. uh, you know, feel, and, and it was, like I said, it, it was really cool to have the fans there, and, and it got going. I, I think tonight, what the game sold out, I think, in 20 minutes. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think there's going to be great energy in there tonight. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a great venue to play basketball. Coach Drew's version of that is it sold out in six minutes. So... <laughs> <laughs> not that he exaggerates things yeah yeah so that's that's the story we're going with is that one tom what about um there is the uh the factor of the last time baylor and gonzaga met uh you and i were both there it was in in indianapolis in april of 2021 how much is that maybe a motivational factor or uh how much is that talked about with uh with your team and your program coming in tonight you know, John, not a whole lot, and I think just, you know, for us, uh, you know, the roster's turned over quite a bit. I'm obviously Drew Timmy's back, and that's, you know, huge for us. Um, you know, and Baylor did a really nice job against him uh, in Indianapolis, but Drew's back. And, you know, Anton Watson played a, a few minutes in that game, um, but, you know, we don't have a lot of uh, guys that are left over from uh, from that team, which is crazy to think that it was just, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that short a, a time period ago. So, you know, we, we didn't have a, a ton of guys who played in it. So, I mean, obviously there's a little bit of it, right? I mean, I think there's the natural tendency. It's like, oh, they played for the national championship and, you know, and Baylor won and, and you know, maybe a, a little bit of talk revenge. But I don't think that that's been discussed very much. I, I think what the concern is, you know, just walking out of, uh, of our team uh, meeting is, uh, you know, that Baylor's got a really good squad again this year and can really shoot it. And I think that's, uh, been a little bit more the, the focus. I, I know our fan base is really excited to try to uh, to event that loss. But sure. <laughs> I think in the team room, it's, it's a little bit different. Gotcha. And Drew Timmy having another great year. Uh, golly, I mean, he's he's the focal point on, on everybody's scouting report, and I'm guessing. Um, and I'm guessing that, uh, you know, he is – it was it was great to have him back, isn't it, to come back this year. He probably could have left last year and be playing professionally right now. Yeah, and it was huge for us uh, to have him come back for for one more season. And he's been, you know, delivering. I mean, he's averaging over 20 points a game again. And like you said, I mean, you know, has been the focal point and then some. I think that's one of the things we're we're searching for too early in the season is a consistent, you know, second score. I mean, Julian Strother is the guy who he had a really nice game against Xavier. Um, but yeah, Drew's uh, Drew's receiving a whole lot of attention, and he's still delivering. You know, I mean, he he hasn't scored fewer than 18 points in a game so far this year. Uh, so he's, he's done a fantastic job coming back. And, yeah, it was great to have him back. He could be playing somewhere for money. And, and I think, uh, you know, for, for him to come back uh, really got us going because there was a point there where we had, you know, all starting five players from last year were potentially going to be gone. 
you know, mm. and then we got uh, Drew back, and then Julian Strother came back, and then Rashir Bolton, uh, the transfer from Iowa State, came back. And so all of a sudden, uh, things felt a little more comfortable in Spokane because it was getting uh, <laughs> a little nerve-wracking there uh, yeah. in, in April and May while those guys were, were deciding their futures. Tom, speaking of playing for money, uh, that's an interesting aspect about this game tonight, the NIL aspect for both Baylor and Gonzaga. Uh, it's it's still kind of hard for me to wrap my arms around this thought, you know, that it's legal to pay these guys to play in this game as an NIL uh, incentive. Uh, really interesting that this is sort of a groundbreaking game tonight in that respect. It is interesting, isn't it? And I'm with you, John. I mean, you're still trying to wrap your head around a lot of this stuff that's going on with the NIL. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, right? Because I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people I've talked to, and I agree, you know, the kids should be able to make some money. And that's, you know, that's fantastic. Um, how they're doing it, you know, and how this is all kind of playing out right now is just kind of interesting. But, um, yeah, it is. It, it, it is kind of hard to wrap your, your mind around, but, um, you know, I'm sure for the players, a really cool experience to be a part of that. You know, we, yeah. we've had a couple of kind of firsts. You know, we played Tennessee in that exhibition game. It was the first pay-per-view college game uh, back in October and now having hmm. this opportunity. So, yeah, it's uh, – yeah, things, things are definitely changing, aren't they, John? <laughs> yeah, definitely so. And we better get on board because uh, I don't think it's going backwards at all. No, well, and you I had the experience – and you had the experience of playing Michigan State on the deck of a, a, a Navy cruiser. How was that experience? Uh, it was it was unbelievable. You, you know, I, I think it's one of those experiences that you you do it, and you probably don't want to necessarily go back and do it again anytime soon. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, the challenges were you know were really interesting. I mean, I, I think when you were uh, kind of in a situation of you know the sun. Uh, you know, the wind a little bit, um, quite a bit, actually. Uh, and then, you, you know, you take uh, into account, you know, it's San Diego, and you think, hey, it's going to be nice and comfortable and warm. Well, you know, that marine layer comes in, and all of a sudden, you know, it was probably in the upper 40s when that game finished. Oh, so, wow. You know, there, there were some, yeah, there were some, some challenges to it. But overall, I mean, just the experience was just so cool, John. I mean, the flyover before the game, you know, I had helicopters and, and jets flying over us and, uh, you know, just all the all the service uh, members. You know, I mean, all the personnel that that were on the ship. It was really cool. They, you know, they had all the seats that were that were full, and they had them like up on the bridges. You know, uh, overlooking yeah. the the court. So the, the experience was was phenomenal, and it was a great comeback win for us, which was nice. Um, but yeah, it was there, there were some challenges there from a basketball standpoint that were that were definitely interesting. I can see that for sure. I hope we have the opportunity to do that sometime. I, I just think that'd be great. And, and like you said, probably do it once and that's it. But uh, hopefully Baylor has that opportunity. Hey, final thought for you. There's uh, been some talk the last couple of weeks that uh, Gonzaga might be uh, a candidate at least for Big 12 uh, conference membership. Uh, what are you hearing from Spokane and from Gonzaga about that? Well, it's really interesting because, you know, I think our, our name has been floated, you know, here and there over the years. Um, and I, I think that there are some, you know, some parts to it. I think our leadership has always had, you know, their ears open and their eyes open. And I, I think the, the most important thing they want to make sure of is, you know, as, as people are, you know, in conferences are changing and, and teams are, are changing and moving to different places, that you don't get left in the lurch. You know, that, that you're not on the outside looking in if, if all of these things, you know, continue to move. And so, you know, they've listened, you know, quite a few times to stuff. I mean, it is intriguing, right? And, and it's completely 
you know, I mean, right now the conference we're in, you know, they're, you know, the majority of them are Jesuit universities like ours, you know, right. the same size. So, you know, you look at it and you'd, you'd be pretty darn small going into the fifth 12. Um, but, you know, for, from a branding standpoint and, and from a success standpoint, uh, I, it's really kind of intriguing. It, it is interesting. And I think, like I said, they're, they're looking and talking and, and trying to figure out all those things. Um, you, you know, the one thing for us is this hard, and it would be hard for everyone in the Big 12, I think, but it's also changing. John, you, you talk about changes, you know, is, is the travel demands on, sure. the, on the student athletes, right. you, you know, and, you know, hey, if you're playing UCF, you know, yeah. uh, you're playing West Virginia, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you're, you're going down to play UH or play you guys or, you know, right. whatever, and vice versa, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, those parts, I think, logistically, and, and obviously people smarter than me are, are looking at that and trying to figure that stuff out. But I, I do think it's intriguing, for sure. You, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a fascinating situation to, to think, you know, because, I, I mean, a year ago, I don't know that I would have, uh, you know, somebody told me they thought it was going to happen. I, I would have said no way. Right. You know, but, but uh, you know, even just the, even the, the chatter about it. But I think the way things have, have changed, uh, you know, everything's moving. And like I said, our, our leadership just wants to make sure that, you know, that Gonzaga's in the best place that it can be. Uh, as we keep moving forward and, and things keep changing in college basketball. Yeah, well, th- a change is uh, definitely the buzzword these days. Hey, man, it's great to visit with you, and I will see you in a couple hours uh, over at the arena. All right, John, sounds great. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you. You too. Thanks for your time. Tom Hudson, the great voice of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Baylor and Gonzaga comes up this evening. Our broadcast beginning at 630 Tip off at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on Peacock tonight. A little different. First ever game, uh, I think I'm safe in saying, first ever game uh, on Peacock for Baylor basketball. So uh, that's where you'd find it if you'd want to find the uh, 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 TV broadcast this evening. Aaron, my one of my initial thoughts was, uh, you know, NBC doesn't have a real big stable of basketball announcers. You know, because they don't have much, if any, basketball on the air at all. So who are they going to tap, you know, to do this game? Well, uh, Paul Burmeister is going to do uh, play-by-play. Paul does Notre Dame football and basketball and does a lot of things for NBC. He's done some NFL stuff. He's done Olympics uh, for NBC. So he's doing play-by-play. And Tim McCormick is doing color. And Tim is, uh, you know, obviously a former great player, college and professional, and has done a, a ton of broadcasting through the years. So Tim McCormick steps in as the analyst. And uh, Corey Robinson is their sideline reporter. Um, he is a guy that does, you know, it's just sort of a freelance guy, does a lot of different things. But he is originally from San Antonio. Maybe you've heard of his dad. Uh, David Robinson is Corey's dad. So he will be part of the broadcast crew for uh, Peacock coming up tonight as well. So that's who you'll get there on uh, Peacock for television this evening, Baylor and Gonzaga. Great matchup. Really, really looking forward to it. Let's do this. Let's take a break and come back, wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour, look ahead, and uh, share some birthdays with you also on this Friday afternoon. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. (laughs) 